Welcome to the Apology Podcast. For all things DeFi, crypto, and DGen related, we got you covered. Apology podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinions expressed by those on the show are their own. The podcast and its participants do not give financial advice, and nothing in the show should be considered as such. We strongly recommend listeners do their own research. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of the Apology podcast. I am your host, Patrick Lowe. Um, it is Sunday, August 8th, and we have Key, our co-host, with us tonight. How are you doing, Key? I'm doing, I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing well. You know, just rounding out the week and ready to get ready for another one. Yeah, yeah same, same. Yeah. Um, yeah, how's the, how, what's your current sentiment about the whole crypto space right now? Just a random um, question to start this podcast. Yeah, uh, we can, you know, uh, we talked about this earlier. We can just start with this. Um, I've sort yeah. of been following this news story coming out of Congress, the United States Congress right now. Uh, there's a bill or there's an amendment tied to an infrastructure bill going through the Senate currently that threatens DeFi more than other, like it threatens crypto generally mm-hmm. in pretty substantial ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and DeFi more specifically, but yeah, um, if it passes, it, like it probably going to kill DeFi, right? It's going to have major implications because it'll m- make c- the current way DeFi works, po- like depending on what the final rule coming out is, it could make DeFi largely unlike illegal in the United States. And it could actually Mm -hmm. have broader implications. Um, One of the, at the heart of it, it discusses, it labels a whole bunch of people in the crypto universe brokers. Mm -hmm. Um, It largely expands the definition of broker only for crypto. It doesn't go into finance and, change any of their stuff it's specifically geared for brokers in or what Mm -hmm. they call brokers in crypto Mm -hmm. and it um it puts unrealistic and arguably intentional complications into the process largely regarding kyc issues that just make um we can go deeper into this and how it kind of goes at it, but it, it makes it, it could be interpreted that it will largely make what make the U S an illegal market to operate in because Mm -hmm. no one can comply with these regulations, just given the sort of permissionless and aspect of, uh, crypto and sort of like who they're designating brokers. Basically, mm-hmm. anyone that does has any sort of utility function within um, DeFi or crypto, as currently written, would be considered a broker. 
that includes miners, that includes um, developers that create farms. Mm. Um, basically, anyone other than the end user um, would have these requirements to be able to know who was using um, their service. Like, you would have to know everyone that, you know, executed a transaction on the chain that ran through whatever your little part of the ecosystem is. Like, for example, just to give an example in mining, um, it's all like there's an interpretation of the current bill that says miners could be considered brokers. That means every time a miner validates a transaction, the two parties of that transaction have to have gone through K like some sort of KYC process, right? Like, um, no one, like if you're a Bitcoin miner, that does not happen. Um, that is antithetical to what Bitcoin is. And no one, um, no one wants to put up with that. Um, like that's part of the reason you get into Bitcoin. It's part of the reason some people get into Bitcoin in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. That's like saying that every time you go to the supermarket and pay with cash, uh, the supermarket needs to like take record of who, like what, you know, needs to record the transaction and see your ID and make note of what you're buying or yeah. the transaction details. Yeah, um, it's, crazy. yeah. So, um, there's a couple amendments running through the Senate right now. Um, a lot of this stuff, you know, is happening behind closed doors, which is more problematic. And a mm. lot of this stuff, it was not debated before. It kind of got thrown out the last minute, which, you know, upsets me, you know, like, um, it's not surprising, you know, like nothing with government really surprises me anymore. Mm. Um, but it's just, yeah, it is what it is. And it, but it's not good for crypto if it goes through as designed. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I can answer a couple questions about it, but like, uh, I find it very troubling and I'm hopeful that they find, uh, that the best from what I've heard, the best case, um, sort of outcome here is an amendment proposed by Ron Wyden, Senator from Oregon, um, Pat Toomey, a Senator from Pennsylvania, and then Senator from Wyoming, um, where it would, it would sort of limit the scope of who was considered a broker and sort of open source projects would be excluded. So like a lot of the mm. farming stuff, you know, like it's open source. Mm. So like it would, it would, so like, let's see what happens. And if you are so inclined and you are, you like farming, please reach out to, you know, your local Senator, tell them you don't support this aspect of the crypto tax in the mm. infrastructure bill. Yeah, there's a number you can call to call your local representatives and uh, express your opinion about this, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's you would have to call your local representatives. And there's multiple steps still happening before this gets signed into law. Um, but if it makes it through the Senate 
it will, uh, there's still a lot of politics to be played with this. There's other steps that have to, like other boxes that have to be checked before this ends up on the desk of the president and he signs it. And mm-hmm. if that does happen, there's still process after that where they take the 30,000 foot view of the legislation and get down into the weeds for, you know, sort of determining exactly what is and what isn't sort of following the law here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like this, you know, it's U.S. law, right? So mm-hmm. the rest of the world is kind of free to do what they want. That mm-hmm. being said, that like um, they would still expect, you know, this is sort of the arrogance of the U.S. government. Yeah. They would expect, um, you know, like let's say you're running a minor in, I don't know, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty, or Estonia, you know, like one of these pro, like crypto friendly nations. Um, they would expect you not to do any transactions with people in the United States. You know, they would expect you to somehow magically know that you are violating U.S. law on something that's anonymous, right? So, like, mm-hmm. even if, like, you weren't trying to serve U.S. citizens or people mm-hmm. within U.S. boundaries, like, no. because of the nature of the way transactions work, you could find yourself in violation of U.S. law. Without even the knowing that, yet. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, you know, and there's arguments on the other side. I think this is largely, I, I mean, I have, I see this as more of a control issue for, in the same way that, like, they're saying, like, it'll, it's, they use a lot of, like, inflammatory language. I'm surprised they're not, like, sort of saying that crypto kills babies or something, right? Like they're hiding behind trying to protect consumers. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that's the like ultimate goal here. Um, no. It's, it's an attempt. Like I see it as an attempt by like sort of the establishment to make sure that like there isn't a monetary system out there that competes. Like they're yes. trying to kill a monetary system that competes with yes. their authority. Right. Yes. It's like, so um, it's, economics yeah, I, is, yeah. Yeah. I just think it's so funny that like, uh, like people, you know, um, talking about China buying crypto and why it's so bad and yeah, stuff like we're that. We're doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. This is basically the same thing because you just want to protect yeah. the benefit, uh, yeah. protect the financial system of your own country. Right. Um, it's, yeah. it's the same thing because, you know, crypto as a financial um, system, it doesn't follow like American sort of norms. So like, yeah, you know, unless we're in control, we need to like shut it down and, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's another form of just like American ar- arrogance and sort of like, yeah, yeah. Why do we yeah. have the right to control the currencies of the world? Yeah, I, I think it's yeah, this is going to be interesting to seeing how this thing unfolds. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I don't think there is any way to but to on limit the, the growth of uh, crypto in my in my opinion. Yeah, I think I feel like this is like one internet it's first a little out. bit of a like if it does pass there is an element of like this being the moment of truth right like mm-hmm. um yeah i see what you mean like you know sort of a lot of the a lot you know 
a lot of the arguments for crypto is like they get used in sort of these hypothetical examples of, um, you know, you think about like an evil dictator that's horrible to its people and like the value of the currency is like useless and, you know, they're bringing wheelbarrows full of money to go buy bread and, you know, they yeah. can't. Um, in reality, this is like, and crypto is supposed to be like, you know, that evil dictator or whatever would never allow crypto. Um, you know, you've, you've seen China sort of do what they're doing. Um, Turkey did something similar not too long ago. India, um, I think, same too. They, yeah. they, I think they outlawed it and then brought it back in some form or fashion. Um, mm -hmm. Well, Matic is uh, India-based. It's Indian. It's Indian yeah. devs. But like the yeah. actual company that um, it might be, like it might not be a registered, I don't know, like the actual entity formation of Matic. Okay. Like I know um, sometimes these companies are um, like, it might be all Indian people that are doing it, but just for like legal and tax reasons, they'll like set the company up in jurisdictions that are more mm -hmm. friendly to crypto, mm -hmm. like uh, Estonia, Switzerland. Um, yeah, that makes sense. You know, Hong Kong, Singapore, or Hong Kong is less because of what's happening sort of in Hong Kong with China. Yeah. Like, I don't think it really is a safe haven anymore, but like Singapore is like very crypto friendly. Yeah. Um, play a couple places in Africa. Um, some of the Caribbean areas, uh, El Salvador, you know, like with them sort of switching. Um, anyway, there's other areas that have sort of strategic, um, legal and tax implications for setting the company up. And I don't know if Matic has followed one of those models. Um, yeah, yeah, I just, uh, I, I thought about Matic because I heard somebody was saying the bullish case for Matic is because the narrative, because, you know, basically Matic has a whole nation behind it. The, all the, it's the hottest thing among India, Indian uh, developers, right? So all the developers coming from uh, India probably wants to work for Polygon Matic or wanted to build their projects on uh, Polygon Matic. And uh, that's, a, a, that's a national pride. National pride, and also you just have a lot of uh, resource uh, for this project. Because right now, what I heard is, you know, uh, finding so uh, finding like uh, blockchain developers is really hard. Every single project, they don't have enough um, uh, manpower to uh, to keep keep them like to keep. Uh, yeah. pushing out products right so uh i think that's a bullish case for polygonmatic is because you have all these uh great developers from india that's willing to devote their time and energy into this ecosystem so i think that's a head yeah. start compared to other uh chains uh but yeah i i yeah i think like i think there will be some regulations for crypto for sure as this thing yeah. grows and i think it's a healthy thing um, I don't, I don't think they can just regulate this out, uh, regulate this thing out. Well, at least I hope so. So we'll see how this unfolds. Yeah. Yeah. And just, it's, you know, like I have sort of, sort of split opinion, like this is all kind of being done behind closed doors right now. Mm -hmm. Um, you sort of get like new updates, you know, like every 
so often, you know, that like, it's not like it's, you know, there's the TV channel in the USC span where they'll like, um, broadcast hearings and like, it's, you know, like it goes into the Capitol and like sort of will show the sausage being made. Like there's nothing like this right now. It's all like behind closed doors. So you just get these updates of like what people say the other one is saying, you know, Mm. and where they sort of stand. That being said, usually when things get negotiated in public, people take more hardline stands and are like less willing to negotiate. But this one, like it bothers me because it wasn't something that was really being talked about prior to this. It got thrown in at the last minute. Like I I think I've mentioned before that I used to play a lot of poker Mm -hmm. and when like the U S killed poker, it -hmm. went through on a port security bill, right? Poker has nothing to do with like port security. And they just attached this like little six page document to something that went through to, you know, keep us all safe. Mm. Um, something that was going to go through anyway and had nothing to do with it. It's called a rider. Um, and this, like they essentially did the same thing here. It's, um, people's like this one I've heard, like from what I've read came out of treasury, Janet Yellen runs treasury. Um, And like, I heard it came out of her office and she wasn't transparent about it. She, you know, did it behind closed doors. None Mm. of this, you know, like the first time I had heard about this is when it was already in the bill, Mm. Um, which is that aspect bothers me. Yeah. Um, So it's almost felt like they already made their decision, but just uh, finding an excuse to, you know, quickly throw it out there and just pass Pass and everything try and, and do it without like any without giving it like the proper scrutiny and yeah, like yeah, you know okay. what they're gonna try and say is like we need to fix all these bridges and we got to pay for it somehow um fair enough like wall street has been having a great time recently right and like what you're doing isn't necessarily gonna raise taxes it's gonna kill an industry which i think mm-hmm. is the ultimate motive here You know, I'm not, Mm. I don't know what's in these people's heads, but like they did not do their due. Like they are either stupid because they don't understand how this stuff works and they're making, you know, billion, multi-billion dollar decisions about this stuff, or they fully do know what this will do to the industry and they're not being honest. So they're either stupid or lying to us. Which well, like yeah, most of these people they just do it for their own benefits, right? So they're probably yeah. behind some industry or uh, uh, under the paycheck of another industry that is threatened by crypto. So yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah, yeah we have or, to make sure that the we need affirmative action for the banks. You know, they just need time to catch up. You know, like mm-hmm. they they've gotten such an unfair shake. You know, those bankers. You know, we really need to support that. You know, give me a break. Um, yeah. So anyway, not we haven't been particularly political, and like you know, I don't see that as I don't see that as a like right left sort of thing. I see it as like corruption and like good governance sort of thing. Like I think people on both sides of the political spectrum could agree with that. So like I just you know, it's pro crypto and, you know, there's people that are anti 
against crypto for reasons but I, that I usually don't agree with. And they're usually people that are sympathetic to the banking industry, which, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> um, let's get on to some good news. Yeah. Uh, tell me, like, you launched a new product this week, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I did a website. Um, so it's basically like a VFAT tools uh, type of website. Uh, I don't know how many people, um, like if you are in Polygon, man, like if you're in like one of these chains, uh, uh, B, uh, BSC um, or like other chains, you're probably familiar with this website called VFAT tool. Um, so basically it's a really simple website uh, let you to get access to uh, different farms and see your APYs and uh, calculate uh, your earnings uh, very accurately. And interact yeah. with the contracts, contracts without going through the without going through of, the UI. Yeah, that's the developers. Yeah, it's a really useful tool. I use it all the time. I think most of the people in yeah. the in the, I, in the I'm DeFi a big world. fan. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, I just create a similar style website, but doing, um, uh, I basically just list all the pro projects that's under my radar on the on that website. Uh, so the website, I'm going to call it um, Gem Index. So I, I wanted to call it Gems Tools, but I think I'll change to Gem Index. I'll, we'll probably have a, the final uh, domain name um in the description um so yeah it basically just um it's a calendar slash uh information hub for all the projects um currently um looking at um so when people say do your own research this kind of aggregates a lot of the your own research into one spot. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I just wanted to create a website that uh, helps me to keep up with all these projects, when their token gonna release, when the farming gonna start, uh, do they have RockDoc, do they have um, audits, do they have uh, 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 VFAT2 links, uh, everything, like all Has these things. Twitter and their Telegram, yes, so you can go see what their community Exactly. So all yeah. these basic informations will be included on this website for each project I list there. So I can uh, myself. Can I ask can, a question? Yeah. Uh, you said for each project I list, uh, like how are you deciding which projects to list? Yeah. So basically uh, I'll try to, so um, a a, a part of them is the project I think worth investing in. Uh, they are either have good, um, they have a good rock dot rating. They have good audit. Their tokenomics is great. And then I'll put it up. Uh, just, you know, this is one of the project I probably going to put my money in once the farming is alive or once the token launch is live. Another part of this uh, project I'm going to list on this website is the early ones. Like I just find about this project, it seems it has, it seems legit to me, like um, check my... There'll be like a liquidity lock or... Yeah, yeah. Check my security boxes. And then it's yeah. fairly early. Not too many people talking about it. It's like a hidden jam. And then I'll post it up there as well. I think later on, I'll add a column is a... Uh, jam status so 
if hmm. it has a if it has a diamond in that column for that project, that means I think you should farming it. But if it doesn't, not financial advice. <laughs> not financial, of course. It's a reminder for myself that I should yeah. farm in that farm when it goes alive.、Uh, but if it doesn't have the gem, maybe、uh, it's just the early farm that I find not many people find it yet. It might be have a, it might have a small market cap, and uh, uh, I might consider、uh, to trade their native token. Uh, but I might not necessarily want to、uh, farming in that project because the tokenomics might not be that good, or、uh, it doesn't have a real audit. So I'm not、um, 100% confident to put my assets in there. So maybe I'll add that. It's in my plan. I'll probably add it in the next couple of days.、Um, so yeah, it's just、um, you know help myself and also hopefully can help the、uh, Polygon on Card Jams community、uh, to kind of navigate through the twenty、uh, farms、yeah. release every day, right? Because yeah, there are so many farms release every day, and a lot of them are scams.、Um, so I just、yeah. uh, I, I'm doing these researches. Uh, I'm doing all these research anyway, so it's just a place I put all my research onto, and、uh, everybody can see it. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking,、um, usually, like Rugdoc puts out an announcement like once a day. You know, like we've reviewed X number of farms to like since our last announcement, and it's once a day. And yeah, that number just people submitting stuff to Rugdoc is like. I'd say the average is about fifteen a day. You know? Yeah, at least, at least, if you consider different chains. But yeah, it's crazy amount. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's more projects. I'm just saying, like that sort of cross their desk, right? So, like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like it's make the number of projects might be like I don't know five times that high. You know, yeah. They just don't even make it to Rugdoc. Yeah.、Um, and then you're sort of, you know. Curating out of that group too, yeah.、Um, but yeah, still, in, like, yeah. Some of the projects will like. I don't. I don't look at codes. Like, I look some of the basic stuff. If there has time lock, if it under、uh, uh, must chef, right, stuff like that. Yeah.、Uh, but yeah.、Um, yeah. Like you said, I'm trying to curate、uh, my own picks. Uh, whether it has rocked out or not, whether it has、uh, audits or not, I'll have my own opinions on it, and I'll put it on that、uh, website and、uh, kind of reminder to myself and to the community members what is going on and what's it, what is、um, uh, what I'm looking at right now. And、uh, yeah, hopefully,、uh, hopefully it's helpful. I'll I'll use a lot of my time to. Adding new features to the website and、uh, yeah, cool. No, that's it. it congratulations, you know, like、um, thank you. Yeah, like I wish you a lot of success with this. Like I hope you know this thing pops.、Um, okay, so then we also wanted to talk、uh, like. We were sort of like on the subject of it being sort of curated,、um, sort of like where like current strategies that we're sort of、um, doing with farming and、um, sort of like what we think are the safer 
quote unquote farms on Polygon yeah, uh, yeah. and just sort of go through some of them. And um, I don't know, like you, I can, maybe I'll start and just kind of, cause I'm like, I've sort of been doing, doing more like uh, my farming activities have been not as thorough lately. So I'm kind of more of a mess right now. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just sort of give everyone a high level, like um, about my crypto portfolio. I have like, I have like, I don't know, about 25% of it on a centralized exchange right now. Mm -hmm. So like removed from DeFi. Um, mm -hmm. And then like, I, w I have uh, like, I don't know, 7% on uh, like the Atom ecosystem, you know, just, oh, okay. uh, and then um, I have, uh, like, I don't know, 15 ish percent on BSC right now. Mm -hmm. And most of that, like the BSC stuff is um, deflationary token stuff that like I've played with, well, I was playing with a few months ago and I just kind of held. Okay, um, they're like, just the uh, digital assets. We're not doing any DeFi stuff with those assets, right? On BSC. So the one, the one that I hold the biggest position in is Fag, which I got into and made some money on. Like it launched in February and had a pretty crazy run up, and yeah. like I've kept a position. They were supposed like they've been doing their own little development project on trying to get. Uh, it might actually be up yet. I, I've been like. I haven't checked recently, but I keep sort of hearing it's close. It might be ready now okay. of like staking it. Okay. Um, I, you know, I'm a little bit, I don't know how um, gung ho I am about the project anymore, but I'm just continuing to kind of hold. And mm. I like, I, I might stake like once I want to see what it looks like and, and play with it a little bit, but like I might move like those assets on there. Um, like, and start generating some sort of yield that way. But like, I, I just wanted to hold it and because it's deflationary in theory, like it increases in value because, um, all other things being equal, like less supply increases value. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So, and then the, just kind of the rest of my, um, portfolio is on Matic. Okay. And, That's a big chunk um, of your portfolio. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, I would, it's somewhere like 60 ish percent or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and like the farm that I'm on the biggest and it's all in liquidity is Polly's app. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, it's in like sort of blue chip, um, like liquidity pools earning zap rewards, you know, mm -hmm. but, um, and then I have some in uh, Chi uh, USDC on the My Finance mm -hmm. uh, app. Um, I have like I let's see how much I probably have about I don't know four or five percent of my portfolio total portfolio tied up with that ecosystem you know like you two are sort of a believer in that um yeah yeah you're talking about like Chidao, I, right yeah 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 so yeah. i i have a little bit 
in there. Um, you know, I, I hope that thing, uh, like I know the model works because it's like, um, maker die, yeah. right. It's, yeah, it's essentially a proven, the same model. Yeah. Proven model. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, Qi just Dao because, is, yeah, it's smaller and not necessary exactly. just because maker work doesn't mean that Qi is going to work. Um, yeah, I, I, I see Qi has more potential. Um, yeah, first, first of all, it's more, uh, fair distributed among uh smaller in retail investors like you and me like make your DAO, DAO, it's like the majority of the stuff it's a uh in the like bigger vc funds like uh injury investment uh, investors pockets right yeah. um and also it's like you said it's a smaller team it's a it's double-edged sword um, smaller team you know maybe they don't have as much resource as the bigger uh big cats but at the same time, yeah. they move faster. Um, yeah, they, they're able to implement things a little bit faster, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I'm still quite bullish on TDA. I think there's another day somebody did a Twitter thread about TDA and uh, diving to the uh, why T is a little bit undervalued right now compared to other similar protocols. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll probably share it uh, in my Twitter or something. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. There's a lot of potential in Cheetah, and they're doing fantastic developments. Uh, so yeah, I'm still really I I love Cheetah. It's probably my favorite uh, thing on Polygon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not quite as bullish on you, but like I, you know, like <laughs> I, it's a solid project, right? It's a solid um, project. Yeah, I think the downside is. Um, Qi Dao's success ties with Matic's success uh, very much, right? So if you're bullish on Matic, you know, I think Qi Dao will do also really well. If uh, Matic does well, uh, the ecosystem do well, then Qi Dao will do really well. But if you're not so much bullish on Matic, maybe Qi is not for yeah. you. Yeah. I hear that. Um, I, like I would, I would say that there's some elements of truth to that, but like, you know, just with any given project, like a lot of it just depends on their own, the dynamic within like itself. Right. Like, mm. um, mm. because like, if, you know, what was the other one? The poly quitty. Yeah. Poly quitty. Like that was a very similar concept, right? Like there've been concepts similar to this that have come out and like some of them, you know, like, I, I don't know that Polyquity is dead, but like it, um, like the price on the, um, what, I forget what their master token is. Like, um, that one's the last time I checked was at like, fit. yeah, that one, like the price has just gotten drilled on that one. And, you know, that thing might not survive. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, but like, it's essentially, it's a very similar model, right? Yeah, it's a very um, small and why model. That one, um, why one survives and why the other doesn't, you know, like. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to look arbitrary. up. Um, so, Polyquity is actually a fork of another protocol on uh, on Ethereum. Um, I forgot the name, uh, but yeah, it's not. It's very similar, but they're based on two different uh, two two different uh, protocols. Uh, they're trying to do the same thing, which is uh, similar things, which is stable coins. Yeah, you stake it, you like 
creating of stable coins off of staked assets. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there are some similarities. There are some differences, and uh, yeah, I think that's one of the bearish case for Qidao is, you know, one of the competitors because there are other uh, similar products on Polygon even um, X Dollar or whatever. You know, there are a couple other ones. Um, so yeah, if one of the competitors. Um, do well or have has more resources than Qidao, then Qidao might be, you know, not the, if Qidao yeah. doesn't become the primary choice. The dominant. Yeah. The dominant choice uh, of stable coins on Matic, then yeah, it won't have that much success. Yeah. Well, cool. What's the, what, um, what, are, we, what are we? Oh, I was just kind of going we? through yeah. sort of like uh, where I have sort of my, assets allocated mm -hmm. right now mm -hmm. um and yeah like so i have and then i have a little bit in poly wants a cracker and mm -hmm. then just some like little small i don't know like left up like loose ends here and there so that's kind of mm -hmm. where i have my stuff and like um part of what i'm kind of interested in getting into this is like i need to sort of uh, do a makeover for my portfolio, right? Like I, I, mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of necessary right now. Cause yeah. Um, Cause I, what's your, why you chose a uh, poly zap at the, at the beginning. So that is one that like, um, like it's a safe, like we said, we were going to talk about safe names. Like that was a safe name. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, one of the ones that's been around since the beginning of yeah. Polygon, it, you know, it had audits, like it had multi levels of like functionality, like they had lottery, they had different products. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They and have their like, own um, AM as well. Right. Yeah. Correct. And like when you stake liquidity through it, you stake it through their AMM. And then like they had um, like for most of the pools I was in at the time when I got in, there was no deposit fees, right? Oh, so you got decent. Um, I know like a lot of people will like, I sort of fall like a lot of people like to deposit in curve um, mm -hmm. as sort of like a safe strategy, mm -hmm. especially since curve had traditionally been mostly just stable coins and mm -hmm. earning rewards off stable coins. I know they've sort of ventured off that, that I was using sort of like, um, you know, like when I got in and I, I thought they would be around for a couple months, right? Like it wasn't going to be a thing where like I went, it was sort of like my safe play, you know? So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. these guys have been around and like, it was one of those things where I thought, okay, I can sort of hit, um, you know, 50 ish percent APR on like these assets. And like, it would sort of be, uh, you know, I don't want to put like we've talked that like I like to hit up a lot of the smaller degen farmings that are like dead in like four days or whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, sort of not I don't want all of my assets going into that. Um, I wanted more risk than sort of curve was putting out or yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't really do the Ave thing where like you stake assets there and then borrow against them. I just I don't like having the sort of um pay attention to the liquidation ratio on that. It's just like a factor I don't want to consider in. 
Yeah, you just don't um, sleep and, you know, well, sort of <laughs> knowing that yeah. you're saying you you might lose your whole position. Yeah. yeah, especially like with the volatility in crypto prices, you know, yeah, like exactly. something can drop like eight percent, like yeah. you know, in yeah. two I hours think, while you're at the gym. Yeah, I think that's a smart choice because yeah, you don't pay, you didn't pay the deposit fee, so there's really nothing yeah. you can lose except the fucking whole uh, uh, yeah. project go goes goes yeah uh, goes but down that's right? true of anywhere so like that's you know it's more exactly. of like yeah yeah and so uh, I yeah i think big name yeah they have been putting out different products uh they have been active so there's no reason they just suddenly stop right and then yeah you, you're talking about some of the stuff you're earning 50 percent ap apr that is way yeah. higher than arve or curve can give yeah. you Right. So yeah, no, that's, that's pretty good. So like curve is a better name. Right. So like, um, you, like you think in terms of like platform risk, like Polyzap has higher platform risk mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm being compensated that extra, I don't know, like 25% APR for taking on that platform risk sort of in my mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, I think my, the reason why I, um, I kind of wanted to talk about those strategies because I think my strategy changed, uh, quite a lot from, uh, a month ago. Um, yeah. I think a month ago, my strategy was, um, you know, I have my assets in RV, I'm borrowing a little bit. And also RV is basically paying me, uh, a small yeah. AP, APR, uh, APY to borrowing, uh, USDT from them, um, so and you're getting paid to borrow money. Paid to borrow money. Now, um, Iron Finance actually launched their lending platform, and uh, they uh, have great, um, um, great uh, AP, AP, APY at the beginning. I think it dropped a lot, but you still get paid for borrowing. So I have half my stuff on Arve and half my stuff on uh, Iron Finance now just because I don't trust Iron Finance 100%. <laughs> um, not after <laughs> Really? <one> Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glad you asked. <laughs> Lost some money there. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, that's I, I'm still borrowing a little bit and I think months ago my strategy mainly focused on trading this uh, trading new farms token and uh, buy low sell high basically like getting as soon as i can and sell it when other people find out right and i was able to make really good profit off that uh but i think since the um the environment in polygon has changed a lot uh due to several reasons uh one it's because so many of this uh, these projects just rock you once they release their tokens. There are some crazy fast rocks, right? Um, they pro- they launch their token and provide liquidity, and two minutes later they pull out the liquidity and make like uh, five hundred dollars, couple thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So many of these happening right now. So I think people are more hesitated uh, putting money into these new projects. I think that's one of the reasons. And another of the reasons is just people learn, right? Uh, I think at the beginning, uh, Polygon is still growing really fast. We still have a lot of new users coming to the platform and, you know, they have made money outside of Polygon before investing some new projects and uh, made profit that way. So they come in Polygon, they're trying to do the same thing. You know, they saw this new farm just open, um, just open 
yesterday and they're like oh i'm already i'm gonna put money into this and they don't know that they're actually very very late uh and people yeah, yeah people like me took profits you know dump on them so basically i think people learn that so less people doing that now so i'm doing less uh token trading now and also i'm doing so basically i'm doing less token trading but i'm doing more farming um because right now just sort of following your um like telegram channel and like the announcements and stuff it yeah. seems like you're still doing the token trading, but like you're a lot more selective. Like I saw the thing where like you were, um, you know, sort of asking your community whether or not you should include, you know, like even to even sort of have you talk about it, whether like liquidity locked, you know, yeah. before, you know, you even type it in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just felt more responsible for this kind of thing. Like I hate seeing people yeah. losing money because, what i posted right so yeah. i'm just uh yeah, yeah. i i wanted to be more responsible i don't want to do you know i don't want to pump and dump i don't want to pump uh, and dump on my community members right uh if i dumped yeah. on somebody else you know it's it's not my fault it's their fault but i don't want to dump on yeah. my community members and they got in only because i promoted it right so I, i'm trying yeah. to be more uh, selective and uh, i post very less uh token trading nowadays uh, probably like once a day or once or twice a day um one and is be the toke and some of those will be ones that you actually think um there will That's be long price accumulate what well, yeah like yeah. something like uh lithium with probably wants a crack or where like exactly it went up 7x after the start of farming yeah yeah exactly or more than um that. Yeah, nine so, X after the start of farming. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I, I think I, I I just gonna focus on because there's quite a lot of risk with a token trading nowadays. So, tr- like trading the Dijon Farm tokens, there's a lot of risk, and the return is not as high as before. Like a month ago, if you're lucky, you can hit uh, a project that's can give you twenty X, thirty X, fifty X. Some of the project can give you hundred X. Uh, if you're lucky, right? And that can happen like once, twice a week. Uh, that's a month ago. Now you hardly can find any Dijon Farms gives you 10x. So the, the return is not there, but the risk is higher. So I, I just yeah. don't do uh, Dijon Farm token trading that much often anymore. Uh, instead, I'm focusing on actually farming in quality projects. Um, I think uh, farming right now gives you more return because the entire crypto sentiment is better now like people more people like because you know a yeah. bitcoin price went up. you get the sort of cap you get the appreciation of like because usually people farm the tokens that they want to hold right like and they'll yeah, stick yeah, those yeah. into a farm and yeah you know you get the appreciation of the value of the token going up like at the same time as you get the rewards for like staking it or providing yeah, I, liquidity yeah yeah so that yeah for sure and like people just more confident to actually invest in projects rather than suck the blood out of the project right like during the very bear time you're saying of the native tokens right 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 yeah the native token right like during the bear bear market time you know people just trying to 
get us as much usdc as possible so every single project even it's a like it's a really solid project they were just uh, you know sell their yeah, just uh, dump rewards it immediately yeah, dump everything yeah. but now because people see you know crypto is back back on track you know uh people have more confidence hopefully. okay <laughs> yeah hopefully yeah like some people i think more uh, optimistic about long term of some of these projects, so that makes their native token perform better. Um, and as a farmer, you benefit from that, so right. So right now, I'm just focusing on farming a little bit more, and that so far has given me pretty decent return. Like not as much as uh, a month ago when I doing the token trading, but it's still good return and less risk. Uh, so I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always like, you know, I never really made much off the sort of native token launch trading thing. It was just never kind of um, something I really, you know, I mostly did it after I met you and sort of trying to follow your lead on some of them. Like it, it was just ne something never that naturally sort of I gravitated towards. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to hear you say that like you're, like shifting away from it and i totally get like the your reasoning is sound and um it's just yeah. i didn't like i guess i didn't realize how much you had sort of taken a step back from it um yeah yeah that that's what uh this already happening for two weeks now so everything ever yeah. since i came back from the vacation that's what i that has been what I have been doing. Just do more farming, less trading, less and less trading. But you never know. Like later on, once I think once Polygon uh, start growing again and more users coming to this platform again, maybe trading tokens um, uh, gonna give you more, gonna give me more uh, returns. So I'll, I'll probably go back to trading Take more tokens. Yeah. So yeah. you never know. You just have to adjust based on the current situation, right? Um, Take and, the opportunity that's given. Yeah, yeah. I think it might come back because I noticed these couple of weeks, uh, past seven days, it, it's especially, there has been less rugs. I don't know if it's just me yeah. or uh, is actually the case, but I feel like there have, I, been, have been less rugs. I heard some comment, you know, maybe I read it on Telegram or something, mm -hmm. and they were just sort of talking about like, um, sort of the relate like inverse relationship between like rugs and sort of the health of the crypto economy. Right. Like yeah, if you're I heard that too, yeah, you know, like, and it makes sense, right? Like mm -hmm. um, if you're like a farm developer and you like put the time together to go build a farm and like, you know, to see it get like no TBL, no fees, and then just listen to people, yell at you all day when they didn't like mm -hmm. read you know the docs or something you know like you know go earn you know just nothing and put up with a bunch of crap you can see how someone would be like well you know screw this and i'm just gonna yeah. you know like screw these people i'm gonna go get mine whereas yeah. like if they put all the time in and it actually sort of pays off um you know that attitude doesn't sort of permeate as much. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes but, sense. That makes sense for sure. 
But yeah, I think、uh, we can talk about some of the safer options. Yeah, you'd、mm-hmm. you'd put together a list of like five, right? Yeah, I put a list of five. I think、uh, these fives my picks of you know if you wanted to look for safer options on、yeah. Polygon right now to farm. These are the fives um, um, that I can think of right now, and they each have. There are more out there for sure, but these five、yeah. they each have their own unique. Um, um, functions or unique case of this、uh, of each of the project here.、Um, so yeah,、um, first one is balancer. I think we all use balancer, right? You use you you were on balancer for a little bit too, right? Yeah, there was the brain swap、um, farm that sort of introduced it to Polygon.、Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've used balancer. So yeah, I'm surprised.、Uh, um, They, not many other farms using the balancer pools. Um. Yeah. No, that's a fair point. Like maybe, maybe the quality of the devs are just like um, the you know to take a goose fork or like a panther fork and switch it to like a balancer farm is too. Code intensive or something,、mm-hmm, yeah, but、um, you know, like what was interesting about like BrainSwap using Balancer is、um, it had an aspect like tip like typically when you、um, like so like let's just sort of do and explain Balancer. Balancer is a way like it's an AMM, it's an exchange. But it's not tied to just one pair. It you can have more like two or more assets in there that are sort of exchanged. So you can have like a liquidity pool that has like six different tokens swapping around in it,、mm-hmm. and、um, they'll each have like a percentage allotment of the pool that、mm-hmm. constantly rebalances. But、mm-hmm. what was interesting from like a dev side on it. Was that、um, like let's say you go to QuickSwap and you like you create、um, some liquidity, like you know you mix Matic and USDC, and、um, you combine them to form liquidity, and then you have that as an option on a, your farm. Like as the dev, you don't get any like.、Um, With that liquidity, typically you can take that and invest it. Like if you if that's in your control, you can like go and invest it on a farm and generate like rewards somehow off of it. But on a typical farm, like you deposit it, and then that LP token just goes into the Master Chef and sits there.、Um, with like BrainSwap, they had it set up so that like. The balancer rewards that were coming off people staking、yeah. in their contract was going to the dev, and that was、yeah. uh, compensation. I don't know if I don't remember what was in the docs if they got all of that, but like that was how they were sort of able to do. Like all those balancer pools only had one percent deposit fees. Yes. So, yes. like you know, as a de- developer, you just got to sit there and kind of you got to. You know, you got to charge people really low, develop like、uh, deposit fees, which、um, drives TVL up. But then you just pocket the、um, 
the rewards, rewards, which could be quite a lot because that was the first yeah. couple of weeks that Balancer just went alive on Polygon and the rewards was actually yeah. really sweet for Balancer itself. Yeah. Yeah. And they had, I want to say they got up to like 5 million TVL on there, like in the first like day or so, you know, like they had a for, good chunk of money for brain swap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it was in the millions of TVL. I don't, like, I don't think it was over 10 at any point and maybe not mm. over five, but like, mm -hmm. you know, it was, they had millions in TVL. So mm. like, you know, just even like a couple weeks of, you know, farm rewards off that, even if the APR is only like, you know, 70%, that's still pretty good money. Yeah, um, still pretty good money. For a, a dev team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so disappointed that they didn't continue developing BrainSwap. I, I had not not crazy high hope for that project, but yeah, it's definitely like I, I like that project a lot for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's a, I mean it's I a had shame. I had money in there for a good three weeks. Me too. Uh, yeah. Like I I actually I might have actually lost a little bit of money on that. Um one of them had like a bug with like the um, how much money was deposited in one of the pools. Okay. Like, so I thought like, Oh, thought okay. Reward okay. Okay. Better than it was. And it was yeah. on a pool that it wasn't necessarily, I didn't have a lot of conviction on the underlying assets and like, it was sort of bear market time. So like the actual value of the assets took a hit. Um, I see. So and I, the deposit fee, yeah, yeah. Well, the deposit fee was only a percent. So, like, I made the percent back, but like, I got hit with just like losing value. You know, the, the LP. Yeah, yeah. I see. Um, I see. Yeah. So you know, whatever. Like, you know, I I tend to stay pretty fully invested, so I have to ride the waves. I just mm -hmm. like over the time of balancer, you know, like. Um, or over the time of brain swap, that was kind of, anyway, we're sort of getting off balancer was one on your list of five. Yeah. Uh, I think safe. one thing I like it is because, you know, like I said, it offers a lot of, uh, uh, flexibility, uh, that you can, you know, uh, put multiple assets in one pool and stuff like that. And also balancer yeah. also can allow you, um, cause traditional LP providing, you have to have, 50 50 distribution for those two assets yeah. in the lp pair right uh, but for balancer yeah. you can have uh any percentage of distribution of the assets in that bucket in that lp um so they have one pool that you can stake 80 percent chi and 20 percent my uh it's quite interesting but right now it doesn't generate a lot of uh, interest a uh, lot of it doesn't generate a lot what of is, revenue what is like they do it in APY. They don't do APR, right? Like what's yeah. the, what's the APY on that one? I think it's under 10%. So it's not, it's not that much because okay. their APY depends on, uh, uh, depends on how many transactions happening in their AM, right? So you, the, yeah. the, the, the people make money by providing liquidity, um, 
the money is came from people doing transactions, trading on Balancer, right? So I, I guess just not if not enough people trading Qi and Mai on Balancer, then that liquidity pair won't earn you that much APY. But yeah, um, I think it offers a lot of um, um, flexibility and also it's a blue chip in DeFi world. It's one of the most successful DeFi project on um yeah. On, on DeFi and also kind of provides a solution of impermanent loss, uh, right? Because they're uh, uh, on paper, um, you know, like that chi and my pool, 80% is chi, uh, 20% is my. So if you're bullish on chi, if it goes up a lot, you don't suffer uh, that much of impermanent loss, right? Compared to 50% chi, 50% of my, right? So yeah. Uh, it gives you a little bit of that uh, upside of chi protection, um, yeah. protection, yeah. Um, and also because of this, pro- I'm just bullish on these blue chip uh, DeFi projects like Arve, like Curve. I'm also I'm also really bullish on yeah. Curve and Balancer. I think it will have a good gets lumped in there. Yeah, so I just wanted to slowly build in my position of balancer. And every week they airdrop the balance uh, ball rewards into your wallet, right? I just immediately put it back to one of the balancer pools. Um, so yeah, uh, balancer is pretty unique and a pretty awesome blue chip one on uh, Polygon. The next one I think I can talk about is more close to the blue chip status is uh define or defin d-f-y-n yeah um, i'm not sure how you say it yeah and i'm not either so basically is uh it's a gasless uh amm um dax um that similar to quick swap but they have a gasless option so you don't pay any gas fees trading on uh define uh which is pretty cool they also gonna have uh cross chain so is it, I mean, I didn't know that about that. Yeah. Uh, yes. AMM, That's pretty like, neat. Yeah. How do you, is it almost like a centralized exchange where you kind of have to move it on to their system to sort of take advantage of that? No, they're fully decentralized. Uh, I don't, I don't like, I don't know too much details about how they achieved the gasless um, aspect of this AMM, but yeah, um, it's, I use it sometimes. It doesn't, I use it sometimes. It doesn't give you the best, best rate, uh, but so does yeah. quick, quick swap. Quick swap also doesn't give you the best rate, but at least the defend, yeah, it's gasless. Who do you think? Pretty cool. Who do you think has the best rates? Like sushi or something? No, um, um, one inch. Well, but one inch is an okay. uh, aggregator. It's an aggregator, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like it, and Paraswap does that too, right? Where they go out yeah, and they Paraswap. search like 10 different exchanges and find you the best rate. Yeah, I often find one inch gives really good uh, rate and also uh, Firebird. Uh, Firebird is also gives you really good rates. Um, yeah. Is it so also an aggregator? I think, yeah, I, th- I think they, they have their own liquidity um, and also yeah. their aggregator. And they route like smaller projects to their system. That's how they're able to give you uh, one of the best rates because, you know, they, they, there are more um, 
uh, more AMM in their system. Yeah. So yeah, that's I think that's that's how they give you the better rate because they utilize like projects like JSWAP. Uh, they utilize projects like some other uh, smaller um, AMM. So yeah, uh, Firebird is, swap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, Firebird is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, back to Defen. It's just uh, yeah, a lot of people are bullish on Defen. I I don't think I have done like enough research about this project because yeah, it's just uh, when when I joined the Polygon, Defen is already there and uh, they're already pretty big. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm fairly, uh, bullish on Defen and, uh, they give you a really good APR considering they're, uh, very safe. How, um, how many, um, you know, like if you go on quick swap and you go through the rewards, um, like there's a lot of pools that get yeah. quick swap rewards, you know, yeah. farming rewards. Yeah. Um, like how is the selection on Defen? Defen is not, it's not as much. I think I'll probably say half of the pools, half of the options for QuickSwap. QuickSwap in terms of uh, selections, QuickSwap is definitely the best, I think. Yeah. yeah. You basically but, can. Their, their returns are, Yeah, it's I all, mean, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a safe, it's a safe ecosystem. So like if safety is a big thing, like, um, or I don't know if it's the safest ecosystem, but like when I think of Matic, like I think of QuickSwap is like QuickSwap is like Uniswap on Ethereum. Like it's mm -hmm. the um, it's the sort of flagship. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But Defin, I think, yeah, I'm just staking their stake. I staked some stables, uh, so UST, uh, USDC pair. They give you really good. APR and also they doing it. Uh, they redeploy their pools every month, so they close pools uh, from previous months. They open up new pools uh, the next month at the beginning of next month or at the end of last month. They open up new pools, so I like that because you like if updating you, code and forces yeah, like, you to kind of like manage your assets yeah well so basically the first couple of days if you getting that early you will earn extra rewards because you're early and the tvl oh. hasn't been there yet yeah got so, you yeah so and you're earning a little bit more so the ust usdc i think the first day the apr is like uh 100 130 or something the second day it probably dips to 60 which is still pretty good and then it's just stable lies around 30 do they all like is it all the, i didn't i need to look into this that's pretty cool yeah um yeah is it like do all the pools like reset on the same day and then you know like um on farms they have their sort of like multipliers like do they reset those like all at once every month or um, most of them, most of them. So they have different categories of pools. Um, they have like an ecosystem pools, uh, which is their uh, uh, partnership pools. So they have Defin with their other partner projects, tokens. Uh, so those ones, they have their own schedule. 
some of them last 90 days, some of them last 60 days and will re- restart after that period of time. And they also have their popular pools, which is, you know, the regular um, assets like ETH, Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin, DeFin, Bitcoin, USDC. Wink. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those, those regular All ones, big. those, yeah, the those will, chips. yeah, those will reset every month at the same time, usually like 23rd or 24th, I want to say. Uh, of the month, they will reset it and uh, start the new pool. And if you go in there early enough, the first couple of days, you earn a little bit extra, which I think is cool. And they also have dual uh, farming pools. Uh, so uh, Booty, our old friend Booty is actually in there. So uh, Booty and you stake Booty and Defin and they reward you uh, both Booty and Defin. So yeah, if you are if you find a project there, you are bullish on, so you can stake your LP there, earning uh, both assets. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, they they have some different stuff. They just launched their prediction game too, and uh, yeah, um, they also affiliate with uh, another crypto project called called Rotter. Uh, is basically gonna do. Uh, they're going to launch their cross-chain swap uh, protocol soon. Uh, yeah. People, yeah, people are really bullish on that. Um, so, yeah, it's a solid project. Uh, but the only thing is that you might not like it, Patrick, is they have yeah. a vesting schedule. Um, so you can harvest 20%, uh, 25% of your earning right away, but the yeah. remaining 75% will be vested vested through three months so yeah yeah so that's yeah yeah, that's a little bit that's a bummer but But, even like even if it's the 30-day pool like you're like how does that work because you have to if you have to pull your assets and then redeploy them like once you pull it pull it from that 30-day you know like the reset after 30 days if you pull it out like doesn't that reset the vesting no, no. So that basically, whenever you want to harvest or if you pull your LP out, you basically are uh, also doing the harvest, right? And whenever you yeah. uh, harvest your reward, twenty, you receive 25 right away. And the yeah. 75 is just, uh, automatically goes to the har- uh, the vesting schedule. But yeah. so, you, but like, let's say I harvest for one of those 30-day or stake for one of those 30 day blocks. Right. And then once it's up, I pull out the 25% uh, or the, I pull out what I staked and I get the 25%, the other 75%, like, do I have to restake to sort of claim that or do I just wait? You just wait, you just wait. You don't have to stake anymore. Um, So the 75%, the, after the, I mean, I'm okay with that as long as I eventually get it. And then I can still go use those assets somewhere else. You know, I can go stick them in, you know, like whatever, some degen farm with 4 billion percent APR. And yeah, because you know, even it's chase, a play, yeah, chase APR. I need to give that, like, I've never really, I just thought it was another AMM. I, I, I guess I need to go dig yeah. around there and yeah, diva more. is quite interesting and it has a solid team and uh, rotter the, the 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 other uh protocol they're building is quite promising like overall like 
Uh, I'm quite bullish on defense. That's why I'm okay with the best team. I think uh, down the road, uh, the defense rewards going to be like got more, more money uh, three months from now. So I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, so defense is pretty interesting and quite, uh, very pretty safe. And another three, they're they're more like they all have these Dijon Farm cover, but um, yeah. they're doing really well. First one is Polycat. Uh, Polycat is actually this launching. Is, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like one that I'm pretty excited about. They're mm-hmm. you know they did their thing recently. I'll let you get into it, but like. They start farming tomorrow, and I think I'm a put. You know, I'm good amount of assets in there. there. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah. Also, the price just went up like crazy yesterday. Hey, once they announced the right after they announced the uh, it was gonna uh, start. Yeah, gonna start is the, the <laughs> because the date. because think about like the you know what that is right like it's um it's so just like it's so funny. And, like it's because like they you know it took too long in there so people dumped all of the paw and the fish and they're just like well you know i can go like i can go farm two more degen farms by the time you guys get around to it so i'm gonna dump it and then come buy it back once you actually like get this thing going so like like, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> I so totally think that's to what it was. Yeah, because <laughs> you you said it's it's late, but it's late yeah. by five days. <laughs> yeah, but like how that? much you know? Think about like the you know the ape mentality of like, oh, I, I'm only going to be in there for three days. So I, you know, the one dog <laughs> is putting out 15 farms a day. I can get two in there. You know, <laughs> like I can make another like uh, uh, yeah, a double my another seven percent or 7%, something. Yeah, and then that, that's so funny. Uh, yeah, because that during the week, I think they're supposed to go up uh, last Monday, but they said uh, going to be delayed. Uh, for about a week yeah. or so and then i think last yeah. monday pa, pa was still around one dollar right and i think and thursday dollar 73 did i see th- today yeah today is dollar 73 and during the week it was 60 cents or something it's just yeah. crazy like like when, when it has 60, 60 cents i was so confused i was like what is happening is yeah. is is poly uh poly cat is not happening it, why are people dumping yeah. this so hard <laughs> uh, turns out it's just the dj mentality comes in uh, yeah. that was so funny but yeah it's a price price action is pretty strong uh bounce back to one dollar now and uh yeah so that's basically uh triples your investment if you participate the uh ifo yeah. of polycat i participated i just didn't get as much as i wanted Okay. You, okay. Um, you you wish you put more money into the IFO? Yeah, because it was oversubscribed. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because they get... like they had a they had a limited amount that they were going to give out, and like had more money come in than the pricing that they were doing. You know, mm-hmm. like the what was it like twenty um, twenty paw per fish or something, mm-hmm. and then like they were going to like a maximum of what was it. Uh, 500,000 fish or something. I don't know. I don't remember okay, exactly they, what it was. Yeah, but they, like, they have a cap, right? They have a cap yeah. how much they want to raise and uh, uh, exceed that cap. Then it basically uh, overflow uh, situation, yeah. right? Okay. Well, so, they did it sort of, um, they gave you like your, they they only gave out so many paw and then like they sort of 
did it proportional. Like I think yeah. they had like, it was like 20 or 30% more come in than like sort of they were selling. So you only got like two thirds of what you sort of thought you were going to get. I see. I see. I actually didn't pay attention to that part, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. And then they refunded the fish that like, you, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind holding fish to be honest. I, I think yeah, well, holding fi- it's fish might be like I, yeah, a long-term play. Like it yeah. might, you know, yeah, poly, poly cat's one of the ones that really has like, um, it's been around and like, you know, they're pulling it, it appears that they're pulling this off. Right. Like, yeah. um, there's, you know, they had like what 70 million. I don't remember what the peak was, but I remember seeing like 65, 70 million TVL on there. Yeah. And um, their market cap was like, uh, like huge amount, like, um, 11 million at one point i think uh, the peak is definitely more than that but yeah um yeah consider it started from a goose fork it's yeah really really impressive yeah they're kind of like of all the sort of degen farmer dev teams they're kind of like the dream right like absolutely they're one of those like they turn they made something out of nothing you know like that's a total yeah. tip of my cap to people that like you know, they hustled and made it work. And like, um, you know, like, you know, they're, they're not quite blue chip yet, but they're not too far away either. Right. To, to Polygon, maybe you can say Polycat is the blue chip, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I I agree. And yeah, Polycat is, is quite an amazing team and they, um, they're successful because they have done a couple really like, I don't know if revolutionary is the right word here, but they definitely the, you know, the leader in this, in the Dijon farming aspect in uh, Polygon, they did several things like uh, lead, they basically create several trends, right? I think the limited supply is one of them. So they were the one of the first ones uh, doing limited supplies, drove a lot of hype to the project. They also one of the first ones uh, implement the uh, burning vault, which I think also yeah. helped them a lot and uh, maintain the health of the project. And they also one of the first ones doing IFO on their platform on uh, on their own platform, right? So they did a omen, IFO, omen, but they like omen. They kind of botched that one a little bit, but little I don't bit. know. I don't know the whole story. I don't want to. I, I should just keep that one. Didn't go the way people hoped it went. I don't want to assign blame. I don't, cause I don't know. Yeah. Um, but still it generated a profit and benefited the fish right. holders. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So they did a lot of great things and that they prove that they have a team can keep delivering all these products. Um, yeah. So I think that's why we are all really bullish on their layer two and their layer two pow is actually going to following a vesting schedule. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. so you stake it and then it drips over time or something like yeah, 30 days period linear. Um, so yeah, every, uh, uh, the moment that you harvest your rewards, it will start dripping your rewards through th- throughout 30 days. And, uh, yeah, you just get your rewards bit by bit, every single block. And how, like, what if you, uh, are they going to do the same, like a, just like as a, a comment like i'm surprised that like the paw value shot up 
but uh, mm -hmm. the fish has kind of stayed at that $5 range. Like mm -hmm. the master token didn't sort of go up with it. I figured like, because the paw is going to be unlimited supply, but yeah. the fish, the one that like should sort of be the one that's valuable, like hasn't jumped, um, yeah. which I yeah. thought was kind of weird. Um, yeah. I yeah. Mm -hmm. But is the fish going to sort of follow the same model on the vesting or like how, like how, how is the rewards going to sort of happen on that one? Uh, they only going to reward you in paw, right? So even if you, if you stake fish, yeah, Matic LP, yeah, you will still have paw and it follows the same schedule. I think if you like, it'll just be like a normal, like pool, like you just stick, um, cause I was looking around and I didn't see any actual pools on their beta, um, UI. Okay. Let me look at it now. I think I, yeah, so there's a fish pools right now, fish Matic, yeah. uh, fish Matic on sushi, fish Matic on Defen. Uh, but it's, it's liquidity. It's not a straight pool. Like, you know how with the paw, like I you're see. just essentially it, like, you're essentially staking that as a single asset and it's like a single token, like a single token pool on a degen farm. Right. Yeah. Um, but it just, it doesn't reward in the same structure. Um, mm -hmm. I was wondering if the, like, if they were going to do like a solo, a, you know, because some people don't like to farm liquidity, right? Like they get scared about impermanent loss or, um, you know, it just, it makes the, the risk level with it makes them uncomfortable or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I was just wondering, you know, like how, if the fish was going to follow the same model as Paul and get vested over 30 days or whatever. Yeah. I, I think it seems like you, you're right. There's, I don't see any single staking pools for fish. There's only liquidity and yeah, that, that might be why um, fish didn't well, go, uh, didn't go, didn't go up uh that much yeah but like uh i i have a little bit of a theory about this like because part of the layer two is them like launching an amm right mm -hmm. um so the heart like one of the difficulties of launching an amm is you have to have lots of liquidity right yes so yes. if people you know otherwise um you're opening yourself up to sort of like arbitrage tax. Um, you know, like people can, however, like wherever the discrepancy is, like people can just drain your LPs of liquidity. So you have to have robust liquidity to make sure you maintain, you know, sort mm -hmm. of correct pricing. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, if they're, if there's like a, if they can only go, get so much tvl they don't want that tvl in just single pool usdt they want yeah. it tied to liquidity to have a broader you know get that liquidity more robust so that their amm can be successful that like that's my hunch i don't know that but like mm -hmm. if like if i was sitting there trying to create an amm and trying to figure out how to um fill the liquidity for it you know, that could be a strategy I might take. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going through their previous because I remember in their previous、uh, medium post there was something about their fish. So yeah, I think the fish,、uh, what you said, m- makes sense. You know, they want to incentivize、uh, liquidity and、uh, for their AMM and stuff like that. And、uh, yeah, but. It doesn't make sense for both of us that fish price didn't go that up, right? Like you said, paw、uh, is unlimited supply, well, and it's the farming. So I think、token. that it, yeah. So to me, it kind of does. Like in the same way that people like um, if it, that's the only that's the only thing that you can invest in that doesn't have impermanent loss. Uh, oh, I see what you possibility.、Yeah. Possibility. Like, if you don't want to provide liquidity, what else is there? You know, like.、Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but、um, yeah, I see. But you can always do fish and USDC. And if you're bullish on fish, then you know. Yeah, but、no、what if、real. you're not? Like, what if you don't want to hold fish, right? Like.、Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they're like I, I, I was going through their farms, and I guess、mm-hmm. like they had like、um, maybe some. Stablecoin liquidity, so like you really shouldn't see,、um, like impermanent loss there. But like,、uh, you know, like that's a thing where you shouldn't, assuming there's enough liquidity. Like one of the things that people loved about like Curve, because、mm-hmm. you know how Curve was initially、um, just stablecoins, and、yeah. one of the things that they would advertise is they were like quote unquote, I think. I think this is right. They、yeah. say they were deep liquidity, meaning that, like, you know, even though you have two stable coins, which should just be essentially a dollar for a dollar,、mm. because of the way AMMs work, you know, it's not an oracle deciding that price. It's no, actual,、yeah. like, sort of the curve. So, like, if you have like a shock to it, it jacks the value. So, like, I think you know, this is before my time, but I have a feeling that I mean, it it happened on. You know that's essentially how, like, flash loan like attacks、um, work, right? Like, it's it's the tiny sort of small changes, the arbitrage opportunities on small differences, just magnified really big, and that is what like a sort of, you know, a flash loan、uh, like ex attack is or exploit or whatever you want to call it. I know some people get sort of. Um, particular about the wording because、mm. you know some people like I'm sort of of the mindset. I don't. It doesn't matter anyway. I'm going off the rails, but I have a feeling that like <laughs> um, there's you know because it's a new AMM.、Uh, like I could understand people. You know, like you're not staking QuickSwap LPs into this thing. You're these are their own in-house native LPs. So like. The liquidity on them, the pool size is going to be smaller, and there's inherently risk for that. Yeah,、um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah,、uh, but, I, I agree. But, all right, how about the, like? Sorry, I'm just thinking. Like,、um, you, you know how fish price hasn't gone up?、Mm-hmm. Like, it actually has gone down since the IFO.、Um, mm, well, what about the, like the, it went up for IF, IFO first, and then、yeah. it just come. Yeah, but down, I'm、right? saying like, yeah. So, but you would think that, like, okay, supply is cut off. It's the master token. It's gonna like accrue, re- you know, like it's a, it should re- accrue sort of rewards of being part of the ecosystem going forward.、Mm-hmm. Um, like, you could argue that as 
fish grows and the amount of TVL goes up into their AMM. And because it's so heavily like fish Matic, fish USDC, fish, I forget, I forget all of it, but there was, I think there was like seven different farms in there that were fish something. So if that's the only way that you're going to get rewards off of it, off of their ecosystem, you could argue that maybe there's like going to be like, um, a demand once the farming starts yes. that like people are going to come up and grab that fish, drive the price up. So if you cr- like get it now, create, I don't know if you can actually join the pair yet or, but like, let's say you, you can just set it aside. Yeah, okay. You so now. you create yeah. it now and then like you have upside impermanent, you know, like the impermanent gain as opposed to the impermanent loss. So mm-hmm. you just have like arguably upside potential on, um, yeah, I might actually go do that. Yes, uh, I agree. Off. That's that's my whole point. Yeah, I think fish. Yeah, I was just looking at their pre- previous medium because I remember I seeing something very bullish in their uh, previous article about fish, and I, uh, yeah, I, that's my whole idea. I think fish is uh, still has tremendous upside. Uh, I think it didn't go up because first of all, it's already have the the market cap is already crazy fifteen billion. Uh, 50 million dollars for fish token okay. that's that's crazy amount of money yeah and to I move it yeah yeah to move it uh up for two three dollars from the five dollars yeah. right now it requires a lot of money into this token in order to move the price so, up by that much um so that's why it didn't to go to seven it much. turns it into a 21 million market cap yeah exactly okay. so so that's why i think it's slower it's gonna take more time for fish to going up another thing is you know right now you know the all these Dijon farmers they see the aprs they see the apys yeah like the paul uh pairs give you way more apr like double the apr than uh fish pairs so um naturally uh, like it's in their it's in Dijon Farmers generic. They're go for the higher APR tokens, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> Paul uh, price just went up a little bit higher. And also, I just check all the farms because, like you said, is AMM. They need all these liquidity. They need robust re- yeah. liquidity to actually function as a good AMM. So none of these pairs, even the uh, USDC, USDT, uh, 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 like how much was that one? Like two hundred fifty thousand, like in that pool or something yeah something like that but my point is none of them have any deposit fee so yeah, yeah for yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for other for other farms for other layer farms the the biggest one of the biggest reason reason why you want to hold that master token the the main token is because all the layer farms you are able to deposit in them earning rewards without pay, paying any deposit fees while yeah. If you're holding other pairs, you have to pay the four percent or three percent. Yeah. So now here, holding fish and providing fish liquidity is no difference than providing Dai BTC. So uh, that's just uh, like less people gonna buy uh, fish for that reason to avoid the four percent, right? So, but still. I'm really bullish on fish because in this, in their previous article, they were saying because of this AMM, why they want to build the AMM is to generate more um, revenue for the, for, for their system, right. For fish holders. Uh, One of the things, so AMM, every transaction, they charge a fee, right. It's a small amount, but still it builds up quite crazy. And those are supposed to sort of, 
go back into the pool. Like theoretically, like you can make money in an, uh, liquidity, like in an LP token without ever actually farming it just off transaction fees. Yeah. So, um, the fee for polycast DAX is 0. Uh, 0.24. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's okay. It's okay percentage. Um, so 0. 0.1 goes to LP providers. So basically the rewards for LP providers, which is quite nice because uh, typical, uh, typical farms, they only have their like own token uh, rewards, right? So basically what Polycat is doing here is they have their own po- token rewards and they also have these rewards from the revenue from the fees, right? And uh, point yeah. 12 will burn PAL, which is, which is good for PAL. So PAL has multiple deflationary mechanism. Uh, So the vesting is help with the pricing and also the burning from the fees also uh, helps it. But Paul is automatic. You have to, you have to kind of, you know, on something with unlimited supply like that, where it just mints um, like, like pancake swap, you know, like I actually, uh, we were talking about this earlier, um, Techie, uh, his YouTube thing and like the venture capital guy, you mm-hmm. guys should go check out that guy on YouTube. He's good. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking about, um, sort of like thinking about unlimited supply, like, and they did it in the term in the context of like cake on pancake swap, you know, mm-hmm. like BSC and how, um, there's like an unlimited supply and like how the, you know, the price for cake just kept going up for a while. Like it hit like 40 something dollars, maybe like 45 bucks at one point before Mm -hmm. like the crash in May or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And like the, I forget the guy's name, like the, the venture company was like Winkpad or something. Um, But he was talking about how, um, so if it's going to have like an unlimited supply, like you, there has to be enough utility to sort of sustain the ongoing supply. Yeah. So like this, the burn is useful, but like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be like a multi-strategy thing to sort yes. of support the price. Yes. And um, like, I, I, I don't know, uh, We'll see. Like that's TBD on Polycat, right? Like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I think I'm with you on the Paul. So I think that zero zero point twelve percent of burning Paul. I I don't think how much will do. Like you said, it needs other aspects, uh, other functionalities to uh, for Paul to sustain price. price. Yeah, or, but the not even go up, just not like um, yeah, just yeah, some I, sort of price stability so that like when people deploy assets on the platform like it doesn't do the typical degen farm thing where the price plummets to near nothing relatively quickly yeah yeah i think it would still do well i think the vesting is interesting because they give out the emission rate is quite high so the apr well looks good but in reality it's vesting through 30 days so you don't people it's high apr but people don't actually have the rewards in their wallet right away to sell it so reduce selling yeah. pressure and they also have this that's, it's like that's like um time walk on a harvest right like it's yeah. 
it, delays. It, buys it, it delays it, but it doesn't fix it. Yeah, exactly. So they need other things to maintain yeah. Powell's price. But what's interesting is the last part is uh, 0.02% is burning fish. So I think, Ooh. yeah, that yeah. builds if that builds up, because fish is completely capped, yeah. right? And they already have all these. Um, um, They've already burned a bunch, right? Already so burned like, a bunch, yeah. So they can, so, you know, we were talking about like 15 million market cap. How does it get to seven? Well, the market cap can never increase. They can just reduce the supply and the price exactly. of each token will go up. Yep. Yeah. So deflationary think, tokens, like that's that's a thing, you know, mm-hmm. and like, you know, my interest in them. Um, yeah. That's... And, yeah. And def- it's we are talking about def- deflationary token and also earning. Let me see, Fish USDC still earning you at this moment on their website is showing uh, 2.4k APR. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, how much is locked in there? Uh, it's already locked in for 442k. Yeah. So, but like you said, it's Fish USDT or Fish USDC. Uh, Fish USDC. So it's okay. a, it's a it's a common pair, and so yeah, yeah. already have four hundred k. It's probably going to triple that once oh, the farm gonna, actually starts. It'll be more than that. I bet because that's the limited amount of uh, options. You know, like let's uh, just assume, like let's say for the sake of argument, um, you know, like they're going to get uh, fifty million total volume locked. Like I don't think I think they'll get there pretty quickly. Yeah, um, absolutely. There's what maybe ten, like how many different farms and pools and stuff do you see on there? Like 10, 15. So just if you average it out, that's got to be like, you know, three or four million a piece. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I can tell you right now, like the fish Matic pool already have 1.7 million in there. Yeah. And the APR is still 500. So that's not bad. Yeah. So yeah. like, let's say you triple that. Um, so that means APR is like 150%. If, yeah. if you hold, um, and are they doing APR or APY? APR. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's the um, accurate one. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the one, like, I always feel like APY is a little bit misleading. I like APR or like, Absolutely. you know, how VFAT will give it to you by day <laughs> um, <laughs> or those little squares. Yeah. I, APY like has a lot of assumptions baked in. Um but also, like, um, with the value, like, there's, you know, it's like, a, think about DGEN farms and um, the Paul token, right? Like, I'm, I'm expecting that once, like, I actually might sell some of the uh, Paul and buy more fish um, mm-hmm. because I would maybe expect um, the Paul, like, maybe I'm wrong, but, like, once farming starts and, like, the you know, the minting starts, supply is going to increase rather fast. And, um, like, you know, like people are kind of hyped on the beginning of this, but it might, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how the price that I, like I, if I was placing bets, I bet the, the value of Paul drops a little bit at least at like, um, during the first month, I think like once during the first first month for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, their emission is eight, Paw per block or something, I want to say. Exactly. So that's uh, 300,000 a day. Yeah. And what was the initial mint? Like, initial mint is 2.5 million. 
So, so it's, it's like still eight decent. Days. Yeah. yeah, still eight days. So it's still decent. So I think for yeah. the first week, it's probably going to go up because Paul market cap is $3 million. That's not that much because Polypop, their their new yeah. layer, their their market cap is $1 million, right? So you think Poly, Polycat will for sure like be... Different uh, in quality of product, you know, like Polycats. Yeah. 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 Polypop, the new ball, um, um, like the... It's 0. 0.05... Uh, ball per block and the total the initial mint was i think five thousand so only takes two days uh for it to for it to reach the initial mint so the those tokenomics on the ball is not that crazy but it's still able to capture one million market cap uh for the first day so yeah i think paul will go up for the first week or two and after that eventually it will go down for sure that's like uh yeah i don't i don't know like i like you you're better with the native token stuff than i am like i i always you know i always just like it doesn't make sense they're inflating so the price needs to go down um and like eventually you know given enough time that tends to be true right yeah um but like you have a better sense for why like i'll defer to you like to me i don't like i can't come like in my head to that logical conclusion but like you have a better feel for like um the sort of whatever it is in people that sort of makes them sort of stick the value there and how long it holds like you have a better gauge of that than i do yeah well i think Ultimately, you are right because these yeah. tokens, at the end of the day, I, I think I said it multiple times. And the end of the day, these are farming tokens. These are shit tokens, like shit coins, yeah. right? Um, so ultimately, you don't want to hold this for. Well, it, it's like the it's it's the cake argument thing, right? Like that guy was yeah. saying, like is they don't have to be, but they have to like they have to be used for stuff, right? Like, so that's sort yeah. of the challenge of like Polycat now is to somehow uh, just building more if products. Like, you know, there's that adage about like turning chicken shit into chicken salad. Um, you know, like, <laughs> you know, if there's shit coins, like, you know, how do you undo that? Right. Or like, how do you twist that to make it not? But mm-hmm. Um, you know, so maybe they can, but like, uh, you know, I, I don't know how they do that currently. Yeah. Yeah. I, I certainly wouldn't bet on it personally. And, uh, every time when somebody trying to use uh pancake swap as an example for another project, yeah. most of the times it doesn't work. I think pancake swap, uh, it is you un- very, very unique case, right? It blow up because, you know, it's, um, uh, the like the first yeah it's connected to like a humongous centralized exchange and then it was the first like sort of low cost alternative to ethereum like they get what is it the the first mover advantage right like exactly um, yeah 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 so everything on binance smart chain kind of center around pancake swap uh, yeah. at during that time and also uh Binance smart chain 
like in January, February, it just blow up like crazy, right? Yeah. So many new users into this ecosystem and they have, they all have to go through PancakeSwap. So it's just a, a very, very unique case and uh, very hard to be copied by another project. So that's what I yeah. said about DinoSwap. Like I like the narrative narrative of DinoSwap is the new pancake swap for Polygon. I like that uh, narrative because it's gonna like there are gonna be people believing in it and there are gonna be people uh, uh, yeah. dropping money into I, the project because I, of I'm that. selling that. Like I'm not like yeah. if if I could short that narrative, I would short it. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Yeah, yeah. I I I I like that narrative because it's there and it helps me make money. But yeah. I definitely don't believe that's true. Yeah, yeah, I definitely don't believe it. I I think Paul, like if you're sort of just, I like if someone was gonna do it on, um, on Polygon, like I I would, you know, I don't know that I don't mean to disparage that farm at all. I don't, I haven't done enough research on it. It's just like, um, Polycat has the name, right? Like I just. Mm it has the sort of like um, ecosystem sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for gravitas or like they sort of have like, it's, you know, they're the guy that have been around for a while and people kind of trust, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, they've sort of, they're battle tested. That's why they're like, they're on our safe name list. Right. Like, um, yeah. like they're, they're just like, they've been around longer and they've been tested and kind of taken their hits and, you know, uh, tried to move forward. So like, I think if like on Polygon, if anyone gets, I don't know who else is really trying, but if anyone gets the comparison, like of the things we've talked about, they do more so than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I believe it, but like, just if anyone, like they're at the top of the list for people that deserve it, I guess (laughs) Mm -hmm. just the comparison. Yeah, I think that's that for Polycat. I think fair to say we both really, um, yeah, um, really like the project and uh, excited to see what they, uh, what a, what a, how, what how the next things chapter is, or the next whatever. chapter is, yeah, or what other products. I'm sure they're gonna build more products. Yeah, just, they're not uh, done. Than, yeah, yeah, more than the AMM. So excited for it. I think we touch up on uh, the other two projects on my list: the DinoSwap like, and Polypop. Um, and Polyzap, uh, we yeah, talked about it when I was talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I don't think there's too much more to say. I think DinoSwap. I don't think they're done yet because yeah. was yeah. it Layer? Like, uh, were they a Layer Farm project or was it uh, DinoSwap? They're on. Yeah, they're unlimited supply, right? Like they're unlimited. Unlimited man. supply. Yeah. I th- uh, I think they're just gonna keep uh, putting out products. I think. That, uh, Earlier this week, I shared a medium and uh, they were saying already several products is still in already in development. They're going to have their own AMM, which I think makes sense because let me quickly check what's their TVL right now. It's some insane amount. Um, So their TVL is 359 million TVL and their market cap is 21 million market cap. Currently, the price has dipped a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't think they are down yet because they still uh, relatively new. I think uh, it will. How healthy are the APRs on their farms right now? APRs is 
pr- still pretty good, I'll say for uh for native, uh, Dino USDC is five five hundred sixty one. So you're earning one point five percent per day. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's still really decent. Uh, Dino ETH is six hundred sixty six. What about like uh, just stable single pools? Like what's uh, USDC? Yeah, USDC. Let me see. They only have USDC. USDT is ten percent, which is not that much at all. Uh, USDC My is fifteen percent, which is decent. The one I'm in is USD uh, T, USDT and UST. Uh, so it's sixteen yeah. percent. Uh, so it's all right. It's not too crazy. Um, they've been adding different pools um, every week. Um, so yeah, they have a Defin ETH pool which give you two hundred, a little bit over two hundred APR. Um, yeah. So uh, it's it's still and, healthy, I think. Um, yeah. What's the price on the Dino coin? Dino right now is only. Uh, a dollar fifty, and like, where did it? Uh, did they fair launch it, pre-sale it? Uh, they did a fair launch. Yes, they did a fair launch. Uh, just and just only minutes before the farming started. So and like, where was the price around the time of farming start? Um, I think the launch price was two dollar, around two dollar, if I remember correctly. I was on vacation that time. I. Uh, I had oh yeah, yeah yeah but I I yeah I was monitoring this I think it's around two dollars so it's dipped below yes. two dollar which is not ideal uh, but I think yeah personally well, just I, on a percentage basis like you know like if it's you know only gone down what you know less than fifty percent and it's been running for three weeks is that about right yeah three three weeks yeah that's you know that's solid price you know like. It, any farm that does that, it, you know, on Polygon, yeah. you know, tipping yeah. my cat, that's hard to do. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Uh, and yeah, in terms just, of safety, I think DinoSwap is, you know, one of the safest. Yeah, um, it's got, it's got, you know, like venture backers and stuff that like <laughs> if something did blow up, they might come in and make people whole or pay back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. That's, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Polypop, uh, just quickly touch on it. Uh, we mentioned a little bit. It's a true DJ farm, pretty much started as a true DJ farm. They did, uh, I picked it because it uh, it has Rock Doc KYC. I, I kind of wanted to pick one that has Rock Doc KYC and also did good. Uh, and they're also the only one, uh, the only one other than Polycat doing a layer oh, yeah. farm. Yeah, but Polypop and, is actually the one that kind oh, of make layer farming like like more, more tra- like a real like I don't really I mean yeah they're issuing Polycat's issuing a different um, token but it's I don't consider it like a true layer farm. Sure, I don't it's know. more just for their AMM, hey. Yeah, or just kind of like um, I. I don't know. It's kind of the thing where I was saying they're, they're on the way to becoming like a blue chip, you know? Mm. Um, and I just, um, like I polypup to me, like still just like degen farm, like not, 100%. I don't mean that. I don't mean that in any sort of negative way. I'm just saying like, um, you know, like 
Polycat's turning into one of those things that's like a core piece of uh, Polygon. The ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I, to me that like, you know, there's nothing that says layer farms can't, you know, be sort of infrastructure, but like, um, it's, it, it just, the sort of analogy kind of breaks down in my head and maybe that's just me being stubborn or difficult or something, but it just doesn't seem like one to me. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Polypop. Yeah. Polypop. I think, yeah. Um, they did things right and they have a strong community and people believing them. I think that's ultimately why they are having such a high market cap and uh, such a high TVL. But like you said, eventually, you know, I don't know what's like, what are going to happen when Polypop puts out its fifth, sixth layer yeah. farm. Will people still feel uh, excited about it? And um, you know, yeah. they're the, the total, the grand total, uh, a market cap you can generate there's going to be a limit right um so much money on a chain exactly so how far you can keep this going so yeah but polypop right now still doing well uh but, but not sure what they're going to do for the future um yeah so yeah that's that's true of like just um and like some of these quality like layer farms you know like you can it you know if you get in like this is what the third farm for polypup for yeah uh third um, okay. so like it might have a run of you know a couple more and that can last you a good month and a half you know so like um in sort of DeFi terms that's kind of an eternity especially on polygon um mm-hmm. so like you can sort of look at something like that and be like okay i might get a little bit more risk but like i bet the returns on that relative to um you know, a defense are going to be more substantial. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So like, yeah, uh, there, you know, we're sort of like giving safe quote unquote, like ideas, but it's also kind of up and down the risk spec spectrum of like, you know, here's good names, but like sort of still have different like risk factor, risk reward, you know, like, yeah, I bet the sort of, that ratio is pretty reflective of the sort of risks you face for investing in the different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think for Polypop and DinoSwap, uh, DinoSwap, yeah. we sound we sound a little bit negative, but at the yeah. same time, if you don't buy the native token, just put your existing LP, move these your existing LP to these two platforms. I think you will yeah. do well. Right, yeah. especially right now, it's still kind of early. Like the DinoSwap has been around for three weeks, and uh, Polypop, uh, the second third layer, just launched. So you should be able to make your money back and uh, earning a little bit on top with no problem. Are those like I remember? It seemed like you know when I first got into DGen farming, all of the LPs. It wasn't just like native LP. Um, all LPs had zero deposit fees. I could be sort of tripping and not remembering correctly. And like, to me, the sort of sticking, even if it's like, you know, um, BTC ETH or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember seeing deposit fees on that stuff when I first started doing uh, the, the DGen farming. I feel like that's a new thing. And now the only thing that's ever free or like, it's not true, but like, I feel like, 
the move has been to make everything cost something except for native. Yeah, I think yeah, part of the deposit fee is a healthy,、um, healthy thing for the platform because、um, it keeps people in their platform a little bit longer, right? Because you、yeah. essentially you wanted to make your money back before you exit, right?、Yeah. A lot of people think that way. So I think sometimes it's a、um, it's a healthy measure for the platform to implement that deposit fee. But yeah, Thanos Swap doesn't have it, so. Yeah, if you you can just move things around freely on DinoSwap,、um, I think part of it is because they want to be a AMM later on.、Um, so yeah, they yeah. need liquidity and they don't. They probably don't want to、um, scare、themselves. people away. Yeah, yeah. yeah.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I、um, think we, we covered a lot of stuff today.、Mm-hmm. Yeah.、Um, all right, then let's end it there and.、Um, Yeah,、uh, we'll be back next week with, you know, new show, and we, you know, I've been thinking I might try and get some more content out in the middle of the week.、Um, that's TBD, but I don't know. Be on the lookout for that, and thank、mm-hmm. everyone for listening. Any final words, Key? No,、uh, just happy farming. Enjoy the enjoy the、yeah. bullish time, you know, in crypto. You know, yeah,、um, and yeah, just check、uh, some of these names out if you don't know them. You know, like like this is stuff where we would actually stick our money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll have our money. I personally have my my money in all of these. <laughs> Not trying、um, to pump my bag, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think、uh, yeah. yeah, it's a double edged sword, right? Like,、uh, you know, but we're you know, do as、yeah. you with do as do what you want with this information. <laughs> Yeah,、right. if you have, if our audience have any opinions on these platforms or on any other platforms, you want to talk to us, come to our community. Um, yeah, um, yeah,、uh, Patrick. I think it's Apology DeFi on Twitter. Yeah, and then you are,、uh, yeah, Polly.、Uh, give us your socials. Yeah, Polly. Holy on Car Jams on Twitter, and uh, yeah, uh, I'll ask Patrick to link our Telegram group discussion group in the description. So yeah, we can all talk about anything DeFi in that group, and uh, hopefully uh, you can find some gems there. Okay,、um, this like the description on this one might have a lot of links.、Uh, sorry for that, but、uh, we're just trying to get you what you need. Um, until next time, thanks for listening, and talk to you again soon. Bye. See you. Bye.